Yes, thank you, Pastor Daniel. Let's appreciate Pastor Daniel. For giving us that privilege and opportunity to grow. It's an amazing thing. So praise God. So just bear with me. Yes. Good morning, church. Good morning, online members. Thank you for watching and thank you for joining us this morning. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Let us pray once again. Holy Spirit, we just thank you. Lord, we worship you for a beautiful day like this, for a beautiful morning. Lord, we adore you for all the miracle, even for the miracle of sleeping and waking up this morning. We return all the glory unto your holy name. Holy Spirit, as we are going in your word, open our eyes to see. Open our spiritual ear to hear from you, Daddy. Do what you alone can do in our midst today. Have your way, Holy Spirit, and let your name alone be glorified. For in Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, what I have before me this morning, or I can say the theme of my message, is fulfilling God's dream. Everybody say, fulfilling God's dream. We serve a God who has intricately designed each one of us with a unique purpose and plan. As we dive into his word, let us be inspired by the scriptures and understand how we can live a life that aligns with his divine dream. Amen. So let me ask you this. Growing up, have you ever been asked the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? The answers will always vary. Usually, the answer was whatever we were excited about at that time. Let me tell you a little story about my journey until I venture into my business. And after my little story, we are going to look at the Joseph, you know, as a case study in the Bible. Praise God. So, my little one, throughout my life, I've always aspired to become a nurse. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Even my daughter can testify to that because I remember when she wanted to, or, or when she applied, you know, to go to uni, I was like, oh, do you want to go and study nursing? I don't know why. I just love nursing. And my daughter said, no, mom, I, I want to be a diagnostic radiographer. I said, okay, that's all right. So I vividly recall back home when I obtained an application form for nursing school. Unfortunately, I was denied the opportunity, which led me to pursue a first degree in adult education and political science. I'm followed by a second degree in social work. 
in, 20, in 2009, when I arrived in the UK, I expressed my desire to my husband to return to school for postgraduate nursing. So you can see that I love nursing. So I obtained an application form from Solent University along with a friend. Both of us were shortlisted for an interview, which consisted of both horror and written assessments. However, I was ultimately denied admission. Why my friend was accepted? That was all my plan. But God's plan for me was different, praise the Lord. Subsequently, I secured a job as a support worker, a role I had for approximately seven years before venturing into entrepreneurship. In 2016, I finally opened my home care business. I had dreamt about it and confided in my husband regarding the idea of starting a care agency. Initially, I was gripped with fear and uncertainty. And I know most of us, we struggle with that a lot, especially when we, when we want to try something new. Then we are like, okay, fear of unknown. Because already you know, especially if you're working, maybe at the end of, at the, end of the month, you're like earning 7,000, 2,000K. And now you want to venture into your own business. You want to do something different. You want to do something new. Definitely, there's no way you will not be like, oh, you know. So then I was like, I don't know. I was gripped with fear and uncertainty. Fearful of leaving the comfort of certainty for the unknown. Thus, I kept procrastinating. And that's another word, procrastinating. God will help us in the name of Jesus. However, my perspective changed one evening when I attended a transformed life training session here in City Life. That was back 2016. I joined this church 2015. So 2016, I attended a course, Transformed Life uh, uh, Training. Then, in my group, because when you, any, any course that we do here, you know, we have to be in the subgroup to discuss and then come back to report. So in that my group, that night, I remember that was in November 2016. So the issue of procrastination was discussed within our group in November 2016. That night, I was troubled by the realization that I needed to take action and pursue my business. I shared my thoughts with my husband, and together we selected a name and registered my company that night. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Although there have been challenges, there's no way there won't be any challenges, you know, in whatever we are doing. Life itself, we are risking it. I'm grateful for God's faithfulness throughout this journey. Amen. In 2021, in addition to focusing on the recruitment aspect of my company, I successfully obtained registration with the Care Quality Commission, CQC. If you are in the care sector, you will understand this. So to provide domiciliary care services to individuals within the comfort of their own homes. Fast forward to May, 
this year, 2023, we underwent a CQC inspection, and I'm thrilled to share that we received a good rating in all five areas of assessment, safety, effectiveness, caring, responsiveness, and well-led. Praise be to God for this wonderful achievement. To him alone be all the glory. All this I share with Pastor Dan. <laughs> every step of the journey is, is been there with me. So praise God. So now, often, and in June, after the uh, uh, inspection, then I apply again to home office, and now our company has been licensed for COS. So I can see the hand of God is working in that business. It's God. And to him alone be all the glory. Amen. So, often our dreams are about experiencing a better life or achieving greater things. Dreams of being rich, finding that job that will take care of us and our families. It is great to have personal goals and dreams. However, the most important dream we can attain is the will of God for our lives. Amen. Did you know that God has a dream for us? Yes. God has a dream for you. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11. The book of Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. God's dream for us is not to lead us into harm or despair. But to bless us with a future filled with hope and prosperity. He has mapped out a perfect plan for each of our lives. And it is our privilege to discover and fulfill it. Amen. So now... Let us look at Joseph's case in the Bible. Turn your Bible to Genesis 37 from 2 to 11. Genesis chapter 37 from 2 to 11. But because of our time, let's just start from verse 5. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers. And they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were, we were building ships in the field. Then, bold, then behold, my ship arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your ship stood around and bowed down to my ship. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his wealth. Then he dreamed stay another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he told, his, to, he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow 
to the head before you, and his brother envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. For Joseph, his dreams revealed to him and those who hear them that he was going to be a leader and a ruler over his people. His dreams reveal a greatness in Joseph that was yet to discover. We know now that he became second to Pharaoh and ruled the land of Egypt. Praise the Lord. Joseph's dreams show that he will be someone great and his brothers and father knew the interpretation of his dreams. Joseph didn't pursue this greatness. He stayed obedient to his father and faithful to God. Likewise, you, the greatness that God has put in you is who you are. You are not to be anyone but you. God has designed you to fulfill the plan he has for you. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we sh should work in them. Amen. So the dream God placed in you is what you were created to do. Being rich and famous does not determine your greatness. Greatness is fulfilling your purpose to the highest capacity that God has given you. Amen? You don't pursue the greatness. The greatness will pursue you. And I pray that this new week, your greatness will locate you in the name of Jesus. You just must be the best at what God has asked you doing at the time. Listen and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit and be faithful to God in what you are supposed to be doing. So now your purpose. God does everything with a purpose. Joseph's dreams reveal his purpose. However, it didn't reveal how it was going to come to pass. If you look at Genesis 45, 3 to 8, but now do not therefore be grieved or hungry with yourself because you saw me here. Joseph was talking to his family now. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years, the family has been in the land, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. Seven. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. If I may ask you, what about you? Where are you at the moment? Are you fulfilling your purpose? Joseph came to understand that his purpose was why going the struggle and the heartache by his position he didn't know at the beginning. It was revealed through his process. Praise the Lord. Your purpose is a direction of travel. It gives you the direction to go. 
your purpose is a part of God's larger plan, not yet refilled. God's plan is refilled as you move in your purpose. Your association with people. Joseph understood why God sent him to Egypt. He was used to save his people and those of Egypt. If I may ask you again, what about you? What are you doing with your position? As an employer? As a pastor? As a church leader? As a politician? What are you doing? Think about all this. Are you actually doing something to save people? Do you know the reason why God has placed you where you are? Do you know the reason? How many people have you saved? How many people have you supported? God will help us in the name of Jesus. Going after your dreams will involve people. God is interested in the welfare of the world, not just you. God gave you a dream to affect others and to bring glory to his name. To fulfill your dream will require a servant heart. Matthew 23:11 says, But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. God is going to use you to be a servant to people. Praise the Lord. People are the primary reason you are called by God. You have to demonstrate his love to others. People need you and you need people. Amen. In fulfilling your dreams, you will be working in the world. In whatever occupation God has placed you, be faithful. Be faithful first to God and then to your employer. If you are a boss already, then it is faithful to God, then your employees. Wherever Joseph finds himself, Scripture says, God was with him. He was faithful to God and those he worked for. And God raised him up. Yes, we have these dreams. But likewise, opposition, we have that opposition to our dreams. So now, let's look at Joseph again as well, because it's our case study. Let's see the opposition. First one is himself, Joseph himself. When God reveals some things to you, it is best to keep it to yourself or tell someone who is trustworthy and godly. You can't just block things God tells you out to people around you or especially in social media because that is what is, you know, in folk now. Any little things, you are in the toilet, put it on the Facebook. Yes, I'm in the toilet now. Oh, I'm at this place now. You know, when you have vision, when you have dream, there are certain people that you mustn't share your vision with. Otherwise, they are going to steal it from you. It happened to me. I remember when I opened my business. And there are some certain people that I, you know, share that dream with. And immediately, maybe three months or two months after, you know, they are there just to say, okay, that dream, we are going to do it too. There are some certain people in your life that you mustn't share your dream with. Only godly people, the one that you know they are going to be, you know, part of that vision, that they're going to work with you, that they love you for who you are, that they will help you to attain 
that's your vision, that your, that's your dream, that they are going to help you. Not everybody is happy with what you are doing. I want you to get that right. Praise the Lord. So, number two, family. Family can hurt you. They may not even, they may not understand what God is, what God is doing with you. It may go against family tradition. Not all the family, because we have some family. No, 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 don't bring that. You can't bring that in here. It may go, you know, it, it, it might not be like they don't like it. But what about their tradition? And that's why we need to be careful here. Conclusion, victory for Joseph. Joseph came to power over all of Egypt. He was able to sustain his people. And the people of Egypt, through a seven-year famine in all the land, after being dumped in a waterless well, sold into slavery, became head over Potiphar's house, lied on by his wife, put in prison, and finally raised to power. Joseph's dream came to pass. Amen. He fulfilled his dreams. He overcame every obstacle that was against him. And his dreams, because he overcame, you know, uh, um, obstacle that was against him and his dreams. Because God was with him. Joseph was obedient to his father's teaching of God. We must be faithful to those God has placed over us. Our pastor, boss at work, laws of the land. Romans 13, 1 to 2. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist we bring judgment on themselves. Joseph worked hard wherever he find himself. That's another point. Joseph worked hard wherever he find himself. Because of this, God granted him favor in the sight of all his employers. They raised him up to leadership, even in church. What are you doing? Are you working so hard? Don't do it because of pastor. Do it because we have God who is looking at what we are all doing. Joseph trusted God in every situation. If you, have, if you haven't got faith, you haven't got nothing. It was his faith that sustained him through each situation. Joseph used the gifts God gave him. What are you using your gift for? In the case of Joseph, he used his gift God gave him. All of us, God has given us gifts. So what are you using your own gift for? Backbiting? So that gift that God has given to you, what are you using it for? Are you using it to destroy people? To move or to move God's kingdom? Oh. So the Spirit of God gave Joseph the gift of interpreting dreams. He used it wisely. It was through that gift 
that he was brought out of prison and ultimately before Pharaoh. Jesus, Joseph also was given a word, of, a word of wisdom to let Pharaoh know what needed to be done about the famine. All this is gift from God. God has given us spiritual gifts to fulfill his plans and purpose in our lives. They are meant to be used out in our sphere of influence. That gift God has given you. Don't let it, you know, dormant. Wake it up. Use it, but use it wisely. God will help us in the name of Jesus. So now, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. God has deposited in us a dream to be fulfilled in this day and hour. It will affect those around you and bring the kingdom of God into any situation. The dream God has given you is his will for your life. You are destined for impact. Amen? God gave you a dream to impact the culture around you. His provision and his protection is there. It is his will for you to bring heaven into the earth realm. You start right where you are. Decide today, I'm going after the dream God has given me. Please, today, decide. And just tell, you know, tell it to yourself that today, I'm going after the dream God has given to me. Amen. So, in summary, the three trips to seeing your dreams fulfilled are, one, chase after God and let him be your greatest desire. And that's why the Bible says, seek ye the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added unto, unto you. Please, chase after God. Now it's God that is chasing after us. It's really, really bad. Chase after God first. And let him be your greatest desire. Because if it's our greatest desire, nothing, you know, we will put him in our diary. This how, no matter how busy you are, Things of God must come first. And that is how God will, you know, keep blessing you. Because he has promised us everything. When we chase him first. When we chase after him. All these living crises, everything. I'm telling you, I think I met a, a, a lady at my uh, coffee morning on Thursday. And it's like, I don't really understand. I said, what? He said, when they say, I think she made, mentioned something about this uh, scripture about, uh, okay, cut your body. He said, oh, how am I going to do that when I have a lot of things? I said, well, maybe because of my faith. Uh, nowadays, I don't really think about anything again. I just focus on my body. I roll onto Jesus Christ and I allow him to deal with it for me. And that's it. Like, oh, is it possible? I said, yes, it's possible. Amen. So, chase after God and let him be your greatest desire. Seeking God's will 
Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not, not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Say in all your ways, ways, not in all your ways, submit to him and we make your path straight. You see, we need to obey. There's something we need to do here. We need, first of all, we need to submit to him. And what will happen next, we make our path straight. Amen? So to fulfill God's dream, we must trust in him completely, not partially, not halfway. No. Completely, without any hindrance, without any obstacle. Completely. Can you say that? Completely. We must trust in him completely. Not halfway. Acknowledging that our whole understanding is limited. I remember when I wanted to, um, my inspection, when my inspector called me to say, oh, we haven't inspected your service since you, uh, you register, and they only give you like 24 hours. Oh, we become it to automatic agency, unit 217, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh. So I came to International Life Group on Tuesday, and I said, look, I'll be having my inspection. Let us pray. And I said, look, I don't want to rely on this certificate. I don't want to rely on maybe staff profile or staff. I just want Holy Spirit to do something. I just want Holy Spirit to help me. Because there's no way you will be perfect. But I just want Holy, Holy Spirit is you that I want you to do. I, want, I just want you to, to, to move. And to God be the glory. He did. If he asked him to do something for us, he said knock. And the door will be open unto us. Ask and it shall be given. Only if you cannot ask. So we must trust in him completely, acknowledging that our whole understanding is limited. Don't, you know, pride with, you know, oh, yes, it's me. It's my knowledge. Oh, I'm very bright. Yes, I'm a genius. No. No. Once we are doing all that, we are just going to mess ourselves up. But if we don't rely on our you know, understanding, we don't lean on our own understanding, and we trust him, then he's going to do what no man can do. So when we submit our lives to him, surrendering our plans and desire, you know, I told you about my plan. That is what I wanted, to be honest. But God's plan for my life, totally different. And now, I learn how to trust him the more. Because I know if I want to do something, if it's not God's plan, then just say, God, have your way. Do it the way you, any way you want it. So when we submit our life to him, surrendering our plans and desires, he will guide us on a straight path towards fulfilling his purpose for us. Amen. Only God can make your dreams come true. It's only God. So, actively live for him and he will do the rest. Actively 
actively, actively live for him. And then he will do what? He will do the rest. I always tell people, do the rest and live. No, do your best and leave the rest to God. And he will surely do it for us. Another thing that Joseph did, perseverance and endurance. Galatians 6, 9. Say, let us not be weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. We have to persevere. Nothing good comes easy. You know, if you, are big, if you are a big something and you want to trim down, then it requires work. Nothing good comes easy. We have to do our home part. It's not that God is going to do everything. He can do everything, but we have to do our action. We need to put action on whatever we are doing to. So fulfilling God's dream may not always be easy. We may face challenges, setbacks, and even discouragement along the way. However, we are called to persevere, to keep doing good, and never to lose heart. And in due time, we will reap a bountiful harvest if we do not give up. Amen? So now, what dream has God given you? Think about it. Go home and sleep again. Maybe God will bring it back. But if you know one already and you have one already, what dream has God given you? You may have become discouraged by circumstances and put that dream on the shelf. Perhaps you have made wrong decisions and have the mentality that your decisions have shattered your dreams forever. God wants to release you from the prison of doubt today. He wants to release you from grief and shame. He wants you to pick up that God's giving dream again. He is the God of second chances. You must refuse to allow wounds of the past to destroy the promise of the future. We have the past. Please, let it be. Forget about your past. Begin to live, you know. Now. Now is the time. Now is it. Today is your day. Remember what I did that 2016 when the issue of procrastination was discussed and I said no. Tonight, no way. I'm going to do something about it. People watching online, today is your day. You that you are here, today is your day. It's a new week. It's a new dawn. Let's do something. Let's rise up and do something about that dream that God has given us. So he wants you, Jesus wants you to pick up that God's given dream again. He's the God of chances. You must refuse to allow wounds of the past to destroy the promise of the future. Because we have a lot of promises that God has given us. He said, his promises for our lives are yes and what? And amen. So now, 
look to God and we open doors of opportunity and give you the ability to fulfill what he has planned for you. As I close, I'm just going to be closing with Isaiah 58, 11. It's just a prayer fast. And I'm just going to pray for you. Say that the Lord will guide you always. It will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fell. Amen. 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 And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.